0: Hey guys, welcome back to Mountain Murders. I'm Heather. And I'm Bella. Bella is filling in for her stepdaddy.
1: Yes, old Dylan Packer.
0: He is at work tonight. Yes. So you are going to be taking over the mic and you'll probably sound a lot more intelligent than he does sometimes.
1: Uh, I'm quite intelligent. Because you're sober. I am sober all (laughs) the
0: time. (laughs) I want to give a big shout out to a brand new patron that we have, Shelby. She stepped out at our highest level. Thank you, Shelby. We appreciate that. Of course, you have an opportunity to follow us on Patreon as well. If you want to sign up, just a couple of bucks a month, you're going to get bonus material, extra podcasts, photos, videos, and we've got some more big surprises in the works for the brand new year. Bella, this month, December, is our one year anniversary. Putting Together Mountain Murders.
1: Yes! I'm so excited for you guys. Isn't that cool? It's awesome.
0: And we've reached over 35,000 downloads. That's awesome. Thank you, guys. We have some great patrons. We have wonderful listeners. Yes. A pop in social media. Are you it's thriving? For that. I'm
1: always thriving, sis.
0: I'm so glad to have you here.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to be here as well. You're my
0: little nugget, and it's fun to have you on this episode where we'll be talking about something near and dear to your heart. Krampus. you can relate because you're a naughty child.
1: Yes, I can.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Before um, we get
0: started, should we tell them the story about the reindeer?
1: Yes, yes, please. So
0: when Bella was really small, you were a toddler. What were you, maybe two or three? Yeah,
1: I remember this vividly.
0: You do remember this. You had gotten a little broom and
1: dustpan for, for Christmas. It was hot pink and it had Disney princesses on it. If you guys were wondering, because you really liked dusting and yes. cleaning and I that was kind of thing. Be, yeah. I thought I was going to be, like, a little maid for, like, the royal family or something.
0: <laughs> so Christmas morning, we put some raisinettes out on the balcony on the porch, and we told you that Santa's reindeer had left poop out there, and you needed to go clean it up.
1: Yes, I remember this. I was very excited to clean up reindeer shit. I don't know why, but... um, White people love cleaning up shit, according to Dave Chappelle. Apparently.
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. So. You go outside with your little dustpan and your little broom and, and you see the swept up raisins. But you thought it
1: was reindeer poop. I did, I did. Do you feel like this has impacted you? Yes, it definitely has, because a few years ago I found out that Santa wasn't real. And Me too! I found I was twenty four, but it still stings. Yes. Um well this was a couple of years ago and um People always tell me he's real. And I'm like, honey, I know he's not real. You don't have to do this whole act for me. Um, but it wasn't like a close family member who had to tell me. It was my therapist who told me, Bella, Santa's not real. He's not. But um, keep up the joy of Christmas, the Christmas spirit. And I was like, okay. All right. Well,
0: that's one glimpse into your dysfunctional childhood. All yes. right. Well, this is the fourth in our 12 downloads of Christmas. Are you ready to get started? Yes. We're going to be discussing Krampus, pagan traditions, and early origins of Christmas. Yes. Krampus dates back to the pre-Germanic paganism times. His name means claw in German, kramper. And according to legend, Krampus was the son of a Norse god of the underworld, mm. Hail. Krampus has been around for centuries and was even before Christianity. Right. Long ass time, basically. Yes. Traditionally, the Krampus parade would include young men. They would dress up as this mythical creature, often wearing wooden masks, horns, furs, and sometimes carrying bells. And they would parade up and down the streets, and it was all part of a pagan ritual in order to disperse ghosts.
1: Yes. I remember being in art class a couple of years back, and we were making masks from plaster. And we learned about Krampus and different kinds of masks that people wear in different cultures. And um, this is when I first learned about Krampus. And he put on this outfit and beat little children, which is something I would love to do. I'm really excited. I want to be the next future to Krampus. Um, definitely give us some money for that. I want to be rich and famous, too. And you want to beat children. I want to beat children, basically. Essentially, I want to... But you are a child. I know, but children are annoying. But you're a bad child. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, so the story
0: evolved later that Krampus would tag along with St. Nicholas. He was sort of like the antithesis of St. Nick. While St. Nick was there to reward the good children, Krampus's gig was basically to punish naughty children who had misbehaved throughout the year. So the entire Christmas season, Krampus would beat children with birch branches or sometimes Kids might disappear altogether after being stuffed into his sack.
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> you know, his little Krampus pouch. Sounds like my whole childhood. And toted off to his lair in hell to be tortured and eaten.
1: Oh my god. It's pretty terrifying. Yeah. If I heard that as a child, I'd be spooked. My boop. Would you really? Yeah. But I know most of my childhood was just a bunch of lies. Would so. this
0: scare you into being a good kid or no?
1: Mm, no, because I am naughty all the time.
0: So, Krampus would not have been an effective tool to keep you on the right track? Definitely not. Okay, well, now that I know that, that's good. I don't feel like I've uh, steered you wrong then, right? Exactly. During the 12th century, the Catholic Church tried to ban Krampus celebrations because of his close resemblance to the devil. However, the celebrations didn't die down. For whatever reason, people fucking loved Krampus. They wanted to party with Krampus. I would love to party with
1: Krampus. Again in
0: 1934. With the rise of the Christian Social Party in Austria, there were other attempts to banish Krampus. Mm -hmm. And he did kind of die down in popularity for a few decades, but he's back up and running again. Everybody loves the Krampus.
1: Yeah, I mean, if a weird, like, demon person knocked on my door, I would want to party with him as well, you know? (laughs)
0: Wouldn't you guys? Krampus has been associated with being kind of like a half goat, half man type, a creature depicted usually with horns, like cloven hooves. Fur, kind of hairy, a long tongue, and even fangs. So I just imagine he kind of looks like Gene Simmons from Kiss with that (laughs) tongue. Anyway, he carries chains, which some believe evolved later on to symbolize the binding of the devil in Christianity. So there's kind of a lot of different parallels or like kind of close ties between Christmas, these Christmas traditions, and some of the paganism. We're going to get kind of into that. The birch bundles that he would carry to beat the children, again, is a very, like, pagan tradition. Regions that celebrate Krampus are Austria, Bavaria, Croatia, the Czech Republic, Hungary, Slovakia, and Slovenia. Interesting. Early pagans celebrated Yule, which was a festival associated with Germanic peoples. It is also associated with a wild hunt, the Nordic god Odin, and also Anglo-Saxons. It would be um, like winter solstice, and that's kind of when it, Yule would start. would Would be the like mark of winter solstice, and then it would last for eleven days after the start. And the whole celebration was really to come together because they were excited for longer days, more sunlight, because winter Definitely. solstice marks, you know, that the mm-hmm. the darkness is going to end, kind of thing. Yeah,
1: lights coming.
0: They would feast. Sacrifice livestock, often smearing blood on the walls of the temple as well as
1: themselves. That reminds me of this movie where, like, they sacrifice this chicken and then, like, the chicken's head's like exploding everywhere. It's a great movie. Check it out, guys! What is it? It's like one of those scary movies. Oh, it's, it's called Haunted House, and um, that, but it's like one of those slapstick kind of yeah, like a lot of movies comedies or put something. together. So it's kind of like this haunted house, and like Annabelle's in it. It's hilarious. You guys should check it out. A head a chicken's head explodes. It's awesome, Love that, guys. <laughs> Check it out. One of my favorite things to watch. <laughs> okay,
0: so in Norway between nine thirty-four and nine sixty-one, this was during the Christianization of the country. You'll begin coinciding with the Christmas holiday, and the reason they did this was to try to entice more followers into the religion of Christianity while maintaining some of their own traditions. And they were thinking if they kept some of those traditions. And sort of intermingled those with Christianity that it would make people be more drawn to Christianity because it felt more like what they were kind of used to doing. Yeah. They would drink for diff- different reasons. There were actually three things they would drink for during the celebration. Good victory, like over their enemies and power over their oh, enemies. Actually? A good harvest. Mm-hmm. And their departed kinsfolk. Okay. So you drink for the dead. And during Yule there was also a lot of superstition about increased supernatural activity because pagans believe that the undead could walk the earth during this period. Yeah, of time. kind of
1: like um Halloween, how like there's like a thinner wall between us and them.
0: Us and them, huh?
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it kind of makes me think of uh, being a Game of Thrones fan, like the Ice King and like the undead and it's all cold and I don't know why it makes me think of that but it does. Romans also celebrated a similar type of winter festival called Saturnalia, which also was a feast happened during like the winter solstice. Really, if you think about it, Christmas is kind of bringing out your inner pagan.
1: Are you yeah, ready? A lot to... of traditions come from this pagan holiday.
0: Are you ready to party with your inner pagan? Always. This holiday season. Well, actually lately you've been on a Jewish
1: kick. Yes. Um My... So are you even celebrating Christmas this year, or are you... I'm definitely going to stay here for the food and the gifts, but after that, I'm going to go celebrate Hanukkah, so I like the Menorah guys.
0: (laughs) Okay. The Christmas tree is a pagan symbol, which was basically evergreens, and was supposed to represent the return of life and light as winter solstice occurred. Days get longer. Then people started hanging apples... On these evergreen trees, which kind of later evolved into colorful balls, usually in red and green, which is how we have our very modern Christmas Christmas tradition with the red and green and hanging the ornaments from the Christmas tree. Mistletoe originated by the Druids. They believed it was an all power healing item from the sacred oak tree. And they would hang the mistletoe in their homes, and it symbolized peace. It was such a powerful symbol of paganism that English churches actually banned the use of
1: mistletoe. Oh, that's so weird, because nowadays, Christmas, you know, the birth of Jesus, we um, think of mistletoe as like a really, like a Christian thing.
0: Yeah, right? and maybe like hanging it in the house and you kiss under the mistletoe, and right. it's supposed to like be a good luck kind of thing. Yeah. Puritans recognized that Christmas was deeply rooted in paganism and they actually banned celebrations for like two decades when they came to America. So like the early Puritans that settled here, they didn't celebrate Christmas because they felt like it was a pagan holiday. Oh. So twenty years passed before they started sort of engaging in those Christmas celebrations.
1: And even then it was really like light, you know?
0: Yeah, probably not as excessive as what we celebrate in Nowadays, our modern yeah. Yeah. What do you like the most about Christmas? What is your favorite thing?
1: I love spending time with family, and I love the goodly food. Like, what kind of goodly food? The crusty mac and cheese. What's your favorite. favorite? Yes. I love the crusty mac and cheese. And, um, I love, like, the season in the air. You know, you can you smell winter. Is that even a thing? I don't know. Yeah. When you walk outside, it's cold. You know, it hits your face. You're freezing. And you want to go back inside. <laughs> My favorite thing, being inside. Yes, I I'm know you really, totally lazy. You really
0: don't like engaging in healthy activities.
1: Absolutely not. Anything you probably would
0: not participate in a Krampus run. Oh, uh, hell no. Where you have to put on a wooden mask and run around, you wouldn't like that.
1: Well, I would love terrorizing everybody because that's just something I enjoy being me. You know, of course. But um, I definitely would not engage in anything healthy. <laughs> okay.
0: Don't forget, folks, we have a Mountain Murders live show coming up in January. Tickets are available for that. If you go to brownpapertickets.com and do a keyword search for Mountain Murders, should pop up the link for the live show. Also, we have an event on our Facebook page. Look up Mountain Murders on Facebook. You can find that event. We have a link for tickets um, in the event where you can just click and buy your tickets. They are $10 online. I believe they will be $12 the day of the show. And just to a quick remind you guys, that show is in Asheville, North Carolina at Fleetwoods, which is on Haywood Road. It's a really cool rock and roll wedding chapel. Awesome. You've been to Fleetwoods?
1: Yes. One of my favorite places to go, you know, have a soda.
0: Punk Flea. The Punk Flea. We uh-huh. love selling our weird shit. We go sell at the Asheville Punk Flea sometimes. So awesome.
1: Guys, should definitely check it out. Too.
0: So you like Fleetwoods. Yeah. So yeah, definitely they should come to the live show.
1: Definitely, guys.
0: You think you might come to the live show? I'll definitely be there. Are you going to be front row?
1: Yes. I'm 14 and single, by the way. Hit me up, guys. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm in a Virgo. Case,
0: in case any of our listeners have, like, young
1: sons. sons. Okay. Yes. I'm a Virgo. Get along with all the star signs, by the way. Just if you're wondering. Okay, you're in trouble.
0: See, this is why Krampus is going to come beat you. I would enjoy that. With a birch. <laughs> you be quiet. You pipe down over there. <laughs> Again, this has been our fourth and. Our 12 downloads of Christmas. Thank you for tuning in and we're going to have a brand new Mountain Murders podcast for you coming up this weekend. Another great true crime case.